Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Hydrogen and Stupidity. We've already done Hydrogen this. And who's, uh, who's going? I don't know. <laughs> Randy. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not me. Of course not. Nope. Not gonna happen. Not gonna? Nope. It might happen. It's not going to happen. It <laughs> I was actually surprised the other night when you were like, hey, I'll do one of mine without a Randy and Lovetto warm-up before you. Damn. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. Under the bus. Wait, when? Oh. oh. Monday or whatever. Yeah. Montauk. Well, well, we warmed up a little bit just, just talking. Sort of. Like we've been doing for the past 40 years. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't don't even get no not fam all right no cap who's going no cap 100 <laughs> on baby She's 100 it's busting have you guys have you guys ever heard of the did you put the, a t in that yes i did <laughs> i can't wait for them to hear this because <laughs> they're they'll, did you they'll say walk that? around the house and they go that's busting <laughs> and i'm like Mm-mm. And, and you're gonna say busting what's busting it's so fetch Excuse me? Jeez. I'm still trying to make it happen. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to happen. I, I think it barely happened when it happened. That's eh, all right. So pale. So bucket. What? Right? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, I don't know I what don't he's know. talking about. Are we that going was, to the beach? No, that, uh-huh. was, that was an old SNL skit. Um, I can't remember if it was Wayne's World or if it was another of the same type of skit with a bunch of girls and Bruce Willis. Who was the cool kid in school? Made up all the slang words, and that was that was one of them. Who's like that's so pale, it's so bucket. <laughs> I just like from um, workaholics for the like. It's either loose butthole or tight butthole. If something's really good, that's tight butthole. If something <laughs> sucks really bad, it's like bro, that's loose butthole, dude. Gabe, Gabe made me laugh so hard because Gabe's really the one that says it. A lot. I mean, Gavin will too, but it's not. It's not as. It's not as much as Gabe. Anyways, Gabe was like, "Man, I need. I need a snack. I'm hungry." And I was like, "Okay, go, go get a snack. What? Why are you declaring? You're <laughs> declaring there's a snack. A snack needed. Just go get one." So he walks in there and he gets in the refrigerator. This was before fridge apocalypse. Um. Anyways, and fridge apocalypse. <laughs> He grabs an apple, he bites into it, and he walks in, you know, all all strutting in and stuff like that, like he did something great, and he goes, man, this apple's bussin'. And I was like, is this for everything? Is bussin' for everything? I'm sitting down, and I'm bussin'. Like, this chair's bussin'. I don't fucking understand. These headphones are bussin'. This round on... 
whatever video game he plays. What is it called? Fortnite. Yeah, on Fortnite. This round's busting. What? No. What? It just means it's good. It's fun. It's oh, good. that made me real happy when I started talking on his headphone while he was playing. Who's this? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> they call me Batman. <laughs> the caped crusader. <laughs> the what? What, dude? <laughs> the cape perv. What are you doing on here, old man? You can go. I can go. We can feel that you're 40. I resign. (laughs) I won't accept your resignation. (laughs) You don't have to. I do, though. You you don't. I do. You don't. Okay. (laughs) So are we going to make a 40-year-old virgin, too? Who's a virgin? No, just we're going to put you into that role. For the second movie. Just because you're 40. Does it grow back? I don't know. Does anything break when you guys lose your virginity? No. Okay. Well, then there's nothing to to regenerate. I don't know. I don't know the semantics of that. I don't know the semantics of penises either. (laughs) It does whatever it wants to do. It sometimes has a mind of its own. That is true. It does not do what it's told. Sometimes it doesn't. No, oh. oh, adolescence is the worst. I bet it is. With just the random. Yeah. And that, I mean, that has to be very uncomfortable and embarrassing, too. Like, you just, it's you just, just randomly happening. You just gotta learn where to tuck it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or how to adjust, like, without people really noticing you're adjusting or whatever. Yeah. Mm. That's uncomfortable. Anyways. <laughs> so Randy, what you- are you talking about? <clears throat> Or Levetta, what are you talking about? Know. Who's talking about what? Uh, okay, fuck it, I'll go. I was. Are you? Oh, you're gonna go. That's yeah. I don't care. Oh. Um. So how many? We we talk about aliens and UFOs and stuff on here a lot. So how um how many? Or what's the probability you think like the number of civilization advanced or alien civilizations could be in the galaxy? Oh, there's. there's it, I feel you think like it could be rare or common, or I feel like it could be an infinite amount. Right. Well, you know, in 1980, mm-hmm. they did, um, you know, uh, Cosmos with Carl Sagan, the original yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an equation back then, and, and they came up with a number of 36. Okay. And then over the years, they tweaked it, the equation, and now it's like they assume life's fairly common given the amount of stars and the amount of time. It said. But he based his equation on, uh, like, if sentient life develops only once every 4.5 to 5.5 billion years, then that would leave us with roughly 36 civilizations in the Milky Way that we could talk to. So the question comes as to, like, why haven't they? Why haven't we had, like, direct contact with alien civilizations? And uh, they came up with the thing called the the Fermi paradox. This guy, Enrico Fermi, who's an Italian physicist, Italian American physicist. Um, the paradox is basically the apparent contradiction between the lack of evidence for extraterrestrial civilizations and various high estimates for their probability of existence. Basically, it's like if there's so many out there, then why haven't they contacted us? That's a rational question, right? Uh, there's several theories that go 
along with it, but some of the um, facts that together serve to highlight the apparent contradiction are things like there are billions of stars in the Milky Way similar to the sun. Um, with a high probability, some of these stars have Earth-like planets. Many of these stars, and hence their planets, are much older than the sun. Uh, if the Earth is typical, some may have developed intelligent life long ago. Uh, some of these civilizations may have developed interstellar travel, a step humans are investigating now. Even at the slow pace of currently envisioned interstellar travel, the Milky Way galaxy could be completely traversed in a few million years. So that's how big the Milky Way galaxy is. Even if you're traveling faster than the speed of light, to explore the entire galaxy will take a few million years. Right. That's crazy to think about. It is. And that this isn't, and that there's more galaxies out there that are bigger than our galaxy. That are further away, you know, that we'll never get to get. I don't think we'll ever have intergalactic travel unless there's some sort of wormhole type situation. You know, we, I don't think we'll ever go to another galaxy. Well, it, he said that it would take how long to do the entire galaxy? A million years? Uh, even at the slow pe- pace of currently envisioned interstellar travel. So I guess like what we're thinking like is an attainable goal right. for interstellar travel. Uh, the Milky Way galaxy could be completely traversed in a few million years. There's already is that including stopping at each? I don't think so. I think you it's know, just at traveling. Each planet, like you, to you're explore like, it. You're like, oh wow, there's just a- reading the signs yeah. on the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like reading the exit. It's Chipotle. <laughs> like yeah, it's really and- everywhere. No, all you see is Alexander Shinara billboards <laughs> <laughs> from here to the edge of the Milky Way. <laughs> Call me Milky Way. <laughs> Antimatter explosion got you down. <laughs> and then every third or fourth sign, it's a more smart sign. Yeah. And then a wetter marking key. Rear-ended oh, by God. a... And a Morgan and Morgan. Rear-ended by a Federation <laughs> cruiser. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> protect... Insurance signs. Protect your ship from black holes, <laughs> interstellar dust, gamma radiation, <laughs> and pirates. Oh, man. <laughs> But the thing we're making fun of it though. But this, like that type, that could actually be the normal, the norm for some sort of civilization in like some corner of the galaxy. Like, right? They have a whole section of planet. You know what I mean? But that could be like the thing. There's just signs hanging out in space and stuff. Right. (laughs) Exit here. Well, we have less than (laughs) forty-two years to find out. First contact day. Yep. Um. Uh, and since many of the stars, uh, similar to the sun, are billions of years older, the Earth should have already been visited by extraterrestrial civilizations, or at least their probes. And um, But there's no convincing evidence that this has ever happened. Um, so, what, I mean, there's several different theories. My favorite theory about um, why, they haven't, why they haven't contacted us is the dark forest theory. Have you heard of that? I have not. No. What do you think it is? A dark forest. Well, what's 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 scary about a dark forest? You don't know because you're not going to want to go into the dark forest. Exactly. It's basically saying that um, if you're going through a dark forest at night, an unfamiliar area, that you don't want to draw more attention to yourself as necessary. Because not everything in the dark forest could be benevolent. Right. So they keep their distance and if you are spotted they don't communicate with you until they see like how you are as a species like are you inherently violent they observe are you you know what i mean yeah um so that's to me is a more than likely reason because we're always killing each other 
there's always something going on. Like right now, Israel and Gaza back at it again. Oh, the U.S. is back over. You know, these people are back over here fighting these guys again. You know what I mean? Right. So they're like, we shouldn't contact them because yeah. they're probably going to try to kill us. They're just like, these guys are dicks. <clears throat> and there's Let's other leave. ones, uh, other theories that there's kind of like, you remember the crystalline ent- entity from Star Trek Next Generation? Mm-hmm. Where it just basically goes and wipes out these planets. Yeah. That there is some alien civilization out there that could be doing that. Could be if we broadcast beacons, they could just go and just destroy the planet. You know, and they've been doing that to other civilizations. So it kind of goes back into dark forest theory. Like, if that started happening, it makes sense that everybody just went quiet. They're not broadcasting themselves out there anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Then there's the other one, like, we're a zoo planet. They put life here, and then they just come observe, like... Yeah, now that... It's like a class, like, we're going to show the evolution over time. Like, this is how a species starts. This is what they do. It may be, like, something to just kind of prove an experiment. Like, do all civilizations start out as violent, you know, uncooperative assholes? (laughs) Right, I mean, and it's also the, I guess, the zoo kind of theory too they actually created back then and they're just observing their creations or they didn't or yeah they didn't create it and they just find these interesting or they plant and they, they plant they, their organisms onto yeah or they could yeah, yeah or it could be like they, they prevent breed like they prevent you know they they may put like warnings out don't this is a new this is a Subwarp species as they do in Star Trek don't interfere, you know what I mean? Right. Until you get to go outside your solar system, then they're like, okay, now we need to talk to them <laughs> because they're going to be getting involved with us, whether we like it or not. So I'm wondering, I, I'm looking up if global violence has declined over the years. <laughs> I don't know. Prehistoric archaeological sites. Just look it up on the. Uh, Occult museum. Humans have all <laughs> humans have always been violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I wonder if there's a point where it has to at least decline because you know you hear about things like the Crusades and shit like that and Rome wanting to take over like the world. I don't think that it's necessarily declined. What I think are that humans have a baseline of violence and and the populations they. It kind of, it's like a wave, you know, it increases a little bit depending on, you know, back in the early days, depending on, you know, different tribes and then different, you know, different city, you know, they become cities, they become countries, they become, you know. Uh, and then you factor in, you know, <laughs> geopoli- geopolitics and, and religion and. Right. So I think, I think really the. The baseline of violence for humans. I don't think it's. I don't think it's changed. I think that there are just waves. You know, increase de- depending on, you know, new populations, new uh, empires, new yeah. you know, new countries developing. New, you know, or separating or dividing and becoming two. I don't. There's more people, and more layers. Now it's not cut and dry, you know, between two people, then two families, then two tribes, and two, you know, it's way more, it's, but. No, it's, yeah, you're saying it's more of a group effort than a, in, than looking at individual Well, if you're sections. looking at it as an individual, 
and then you're looking at it as a complete population. I don't, I don't think the baseline has changed from the beginning of time. It's just become a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like this house, probably no violent people here, but this neighborhood, maybe. Yeah. But then the city, maybe the state, then it starts to level out where Mm -hmm. it's at that baseline. It's like, isn't overall the population of the planet. It's right. probably pretty elevated. And, and it's pro- and it's probably from having 100 people on the planet to now 7 billion yeah, well, people on the planet. Just based on st- the baseline is probably <clears throat> the exact same. I mean, or close to the, the baseline is probably it's, the same. You're just saying it's proportional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I That's my opinion. Now, have well, that's I backed what people, up anything? That's what people told me about going to work. For the airline to be based in Chicago. Like, you're going to get killed. I was like, well, you know what? Just like in Birmingham, we don't go to the bad parts of town in the middle of the night. Right. So I'm not going to do that. Right. Like, I'm going to limit my exposure. But, of course, Chicago, I don't know what the population is. Two million people. Birmingham, 700,000. Purely based on the Mm -hmm. amount of people, there is going to be more violent crime. Right. But it's probably di- proportional. If you mm-hmm. were, if you took that, put it into a ratio, you could probably express the same ratio for Birmingham or Alabama right. based on total number of population the same, like two to one. Right. I mean, because they're <laughs> humans are males are programmed to to dominate. They're programmed a lot of the times to alpha. That's gonna that's going to increase with the amount of males that you're dealing with with your little you know, your group of people and it's going to be proportionate. We are, we are programmed to want to be on the top of the food chain, whether it's with our own species or the planet, the planet, <laughs> right. But everything else here. So no, I don't think it's different. I, uh, I'll have to agree. I don't think it's changed that mm-mm. much. It's just we do violence differently. Yeah, the violence yeah. the violence is different. And now we just got a bunch of Karens. Well, and a lot. Well, well, I mean, now war now versus back then, fifty years ago. I mean, you know, versus thousands of people die instead of or tens of thousands instead of you know hundreds. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when back when medieval <clears throat> times they could only field you know twenty thousand troops. Right. And that was the total army. Now mm-hmm. there's hundreds of thousands. Right. And explosives didn't exist. You know, I mean, we're killing more people per... We're getting most bang for our buck now. Right. But, I mean, they, they also had different tactics right. back then, too. Mm-hmm. You know, versus what we have now. What they considered a win. You know, mm-hmm. like, the guerrilla warfare. We didn't do that. Right. Until the British got their ass handed to them by mm-hmm. colonists. Yeah. And they're like, mm, well, maybe we should, you know... It's, un- it's not honorable to fight that way. Fuck right. you, we won. <laughs> right. Well, Barely, though. We wouldn't have won without the help from I the was, French. I was but. about to say <laughs> Testify. <laughs> it, was a, it was a hair. Yeah. We were a hair away. It was lucky <laughs> that the French showed up when they did. Right. And if the French and the British would have been aligned, we would have... No. We wouldn't... No, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have even been able to take off. Our little protests wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no. No. But, you know, it, it's just our species. That's just how it's, that's just how it's programmed with us. So it makes you question, you know, if we are, if humans, if our species is a big experiment. What happens at the end? They don't know because it's the content. It's, (laughs) 
Well, I mean, what if they're just like, you know, I guess they could be like, well, they're pretty much surviving on their own. We it's a continued it. experiment. Because, I mean, if you think about it, when you if you actually watch the shit like ancient aliens and stuff like that, what if they are intervening sometimes by pushing you in different directions that they want to, they want you to look into? Like mm-hmm. putting little, you know, little kernels of ideas, you know. and Like Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. You know that um, there was a lot more to those. I've been, the video we watched, you know, yeah. um, the, from the military planes with the UFOs, more of those have been popping up on my feed. And then there's like more videos that I haven't mm-hmm. seen. It's just crazy. Like there was one, it was pitch black at night and they could only see this thing. It was a Navy ship and they could only see it in infrared, but it just locked on and it was like 75 yards off the port side of the ship. And it was just a glowing ball that followed them matched the same speed they tried to like adjust speed and course and it just matched them and then after a while it just disappears as it descends down under the water but you could see the horizon way off yeah and you could see the water and then uh it just slowly dips down in the water just disappears off the camera it didn't go up or anything so and there was another one that they were following and it you just see it go down under the water and then just comes back up and then goes for a minute, then goes back down underwater. And then you'll well, see wasn't it there another one that was literally mimicking everything that the pilots were doing? Yeah, they, like it was another ship, and they were literally they were like repeat or training not. in F 18s and they got the ship picked up objects on radar, and so they sent the planes over to check it out, and they could track them on radar. But when they got over to the where it was, there was like looked like boiling water, you know, just sea foam and stuff but they said there was a little tiny they called it the tic tac video or whatever but i don't think it's on video they called it a tic tac because they said that's what it looked like it was just like moving like a bee like around that right water and then when they the guy in the f-18 starts spiraling down to check it out it says that it turned and pointed towards the fighter and then shot up like right next to it and then flew around it, watched them, and then it just took off and disappeared. Holy crap. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. But there have been reports of that, you know, USOs, the UFOs going from the either coming out of or going into the water. That's in certain spots. Well, I mean, one of the theories is that there's an alien race that lives. Under the. Under the sea. Under the sea, yeah. 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 It's the Gungans. Hmm, those cuties. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if the aliens have some sort of repelling mechanism? Well, what I'm meaning by that like is like a repulsor beam? Like they're well instead of a tractor beam. So <laughs> we are more we are more interested in going into space and exploring. Yeah. But it takes on it takes an act of Congress. For us to get more and more money to explore under underwater. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? I mean, I, to me. Well, I mean. The, that If they have civilizations or if they have little stations. Are you saying not, that like maybe the government knows and they don't want to explore down there because they don't want it to be. Well, revealed. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying like. Oh, that would be awesome. You know, maybe even certain people within these places that are uh, coming up with new uh, submarines or whatever to explore, to go deeper and deeper, deeper. I mean, 
what if they're like, well, we can't do that? You know, what they're, if they're just one trying of them to the the heart of the ocean to from repel the them, like oh, to repel them, you know, like to veer steer them, them away. away, steer them away. Yeah, well, let's go explore this. We've got this 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 new technology that we can do at this part of the ocean at this at this, at this depth, but Look, we can't go any deeper. If just if Mr. Scott could just come and give us the r- formula for. Um, Transwarp theory? No. Oh. <laughs> Transwarp theory. No, for um, clear aluminum. Oh, yes. We could go down yes. there. Remember that? Yeah. Was that the, the they, voyage home? They needed to save those whales, or yeah. they needed to transport the whales. So they were like, we don't have anything that can hold that much water and a whale. And he types in this thing, and they're like... <laughs> 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 like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. That that's funny. The, the original. They always. It's always so funny that the ongoing gag is they show up in past Earth and they're like, "We need money. What's money?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the episodes I watched the other day where Data went back. Yeah, that episode where they found his head in the future. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh well, I'm just gonna go play poker and win all the money." <laughs> yeah. And then bought some house or something, like lived there for like mm-hmm. like fifteen hundred years or something. <laughs> what do you think? Awesome. Like I, I think that's entirely possible. There was a there was a Futurama episode like that too. Bender's head was buried in the desert. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I I feel like that if they're out there, they're just like very careful. They're like, we're not going to go. Present ourselves to them because they're going to kill us, <laughs> or there's a chance that we may not come back. And they could have sent that before, and that's what happened too. They could have captured the alien, you know, captured the beings, and they're like, "Well, I guess we're not going back there. They're not ready." But do I think they've made contact? Yes, do I think, think they have. Do you think they're already here, like just yeah. hanging out amongst us? Yeah, Randy. If they have the tech. Are you an alien? <laughs> to me, he's like gleep clop. <laughs> if there is, if there is, if there oh, are sorry, other dude. civilizations out there that have the technology to be able to get to our planet, they've already leap. They're already leaps and leaps and leaps ahead of us. They have technology in order to camouflage themselves. Yeah. I mean, whether it be just Cloaking a reflective device. suit, I'm, like I'm like the new the uh, movie, the new uh, in, what is it, Invisible Man, or yeah, the you know the re- the reboot, the remake, mm-hmm. where he actually had that suit, yeah, the reflective the reflective suit that exists now. That well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they even if they just had that, <laughs> they could walk around us camouflaged. I mean. Wonder if they're out in the woods just hanging out with Bigfoot. Probably. <clears throat> or they are Bigfoot. Mm. Or they have the suit. Muy interessant. To be Ooh. Bigfoot. Or the white thing. And the shaky camera. Yeah. They're the ones that have put that film out. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever watched the show on Discovery or something that was... Uh... 
about what alien life may look like. They've like taken into the account factors of all these planets, like gravity and atmosphere, yeah. and they try to. Oh, I didn't see that. Try it's, to come up with it's on Netflix too. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's right. I did see it on there. It's actually what pretty it? interesting. Uh, it's on my list. It's like I'll, something like what do alien would aliens look like or something so- like that. I'll have to look it up real quick. But they could walk around us like that, or it's re- it's interesting to me that we jumped so far and so fast with technology. Thousands of years. And then within well, I think 100. It, well, I just want to <laughs> say it was a cascade of things. Like, okay, Industrial Revolution comes about. And then, so we're mass producing things, and then, you know, you get, like, interchangeable parts and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, they're like, oh, we have the technology to do this now, to make this more precise, like an engine. Like, instead, you know, like, now my dad, the work van has almost 200,000 miles on it. Right. You wouldn't have got 200,000 miles out of, like, a Model T. No. Or, like, a Packard in the 40s, you know what I mean? <clears throat> So like you wouldn't just, have gotten two hundred thousand miles out of that van twenty years ago, right? Well, I'm in just two thousand. I'm just saying is that <laughs> through all the R and D from you know engine manufacturers and stuff, like Not the money they put into it. <laughs> oh, you say that. <laughs> I'm, you say that, but I'm that just, engine, the, what was it, the seven point three? Listen, I look. Those at ambulances me. we had had nine hundred thousand miles on. Look them. at me. Look at me when I tell you this. That was a joke. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I hope I I hope that it lasted a million miles. I really do. I was very sad they lasted that long. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the comedian now. Yeah, correct. <laughs> but but yeah. I I just think I mean, you know, once you get into that, and then the airplanes invented, they're like, how? Let's study how this works. Let's make it more efficient. I don't think it was like now. Maybe if all this shit happened overnight, I'd be like. Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> I no, you wake I under- up the next day and somebody's like, "Hey, we invented the seven forty seven, and it's nineteen oh four. Like I understand. Like I get what you're saying. I mean, the whole thing. Yes, it was a snowball effect. I mean, you know, once one thing was created, it just led to more and more creations. You know, and everybody kind of working together. And I get that, but we've spent a pretty significant amount of time on this planet already and if you look at the entire time versus that very small amount of time and the jump that the jump that happened i I think it was natural to me it was very quick initially now now because it seems even it seems like a normal pace but back then in the 50s, the 40s, the 30s, 40s, 50s, 20s, that was pretty fast to me. I may be really, I mean, I may be off. Again, I don't I think, care. I, think so. I, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I, I think it's, I think it was normal, but I get what you're saying is it was, it was suspicious. <laughs> you think it was suspicious? I don't, I don't even know if it's suspicious. It's just, it, you kind of cock your head a little bit at it. Like, I don't, I don't question it. Like every day I'm like, Mm-mm, no, no, that, that's not possible because that would be dumb. Um, because it, it could be possible that the technology jump could have, if people really worked 10 times harder than they, what they mm-hmm. did before, maybe even half the time it took. But 
the well, it's like the same thing, like electric vehicles. They weren't feasible before, but now through refining batteries and things like that, now we can do this. Right. Like, we can make pickup trucks that are, you know, can pull loads that, you know, like uh, 18-wheelers, the electric ones, and, and things like that. It's it's like airplanes, airmail days. They had cars that had to follow them. Right. They would break down. They would land in fields. And now, that you know, airplane manufacturers are like, this is bullshit. We can't keep doing this. So, let's put... Most of our money into making a better engine. Right. And then 15 years goes by, and now they're starting to get better engines out and things like that. I, I just think it came naturally. We can get but pizza I, I, from an unmanned vehicle now. Right. It's so weird. Unmanned vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tesla cars, you know, drive yeah. themselves. Emily's, the um, Crosstrek has like a basic version of it. It'll stay between the lanes, and it'll, it has the adaptive cruise control and... Yeah, my my Mazda had that. Yeah, so I mean, or my Suburban has. I mean, my Suburban semi has that. Hmm. Not like my CX. I remember looking at cars, used cars, with my dad. That some of them didn't even have air conditioning in them in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. So now so that's I, standard feature. I mean, I guess you know when it becomes more practical to, it's like a trickle down thing. I mean, when it comes more practical to put them in cars, pe- everybody starts getting them when it finally makes it to you. Right. But you can go, you can go both ways with it. I mean, it's, it's interesting that the hieroglyphs and other paintings that you see and other, you know, stonework and, and all of that, you see beings, you know, that they portray as gods or, or whatever. You see similar, you're looking across the, the world and stuff you see similar patterns with you know in the sky and and all of that did they make that up as a myth to to make their population go a certain way the people that were up up top that were their quote-unquote government their rulers um to go the the moral route or the 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 way they want their civilization to go or were they actually painting or things documenting that things that they actually did see and how they interpreted aliens was right how they interpreted it was you know a god a god figure um i mean it makes sense as to how would they come up with like all of that but like, yeah, just randomly they, out of the sky, they just randomly came up with but that's I think weird. When they talk about the cave paintings and stuff, they were that based on everything they've seen, that it's supposed to be depictions of like stories of daily life, right? So, I don't think they were making up stories that they were painting on the walls. That's they could have been, but right you know, because we we're know. we're interpreting, yeah. <laughs> You know, and then, you know, everybody talks about, well, the Rosetta Stone. Well, the Rosetta Stone actually only gets you so far yeah. with with understanding, you know, a dead language. Um, or even, you know, a, a previous. Right. I know what you're talking about. Just some a language that's not very popular anymore. Right. You know, or it's been a... a, a you know, yeah, it Latin. evolved. It is. It's evolved, and we've lost a lot of interpretation mm-hmm. back then. I mean, there's plenty of words now that, like Hebrew, is one of the right. And there's plenty of language. You know, in our language, 
we were just talking about busting. Yeah, you're talking about trying to put slang in there that. But it, but different interpretations. Right, yeah, you know, it's it's evolved. The language has evolved, and it, it evolves all the time. A dead language that we're using a Rosetta Stone for, you know. So it's just, <clears throat> I think we get observed more than interacted with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. But I. I believe they have also like if they are here, if if this if other civilizations have the technology to come over here, they have the talk te- the technology to not be seen. They intentionally want you to see them. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. They're like. Oh. Hey, Even we're the here. ships. Yeah. They're doing that to me. They were doing that on purpose. If they didn't <laughs> want you to see them, they have the technology for you to not see them. <laughs> you know. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think, you know, maybe not all of them, but I think there, there has been contact if, if if it is plausible, if it is actually happening. Um, well, there was another one, I think my father-in-law was talking about it and it was, uh, since they can't, an advanced civilization may use a completely different way of communicating that we don't even like, uh, there was a film in a book called the Andromeda strain where it was like bacteria. Mm-hmm. I said they could use bacteria like as a form of communication somehow, like maybe it affects your body to where you can receive messages. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, that you just may not be any, any sort of way that we're even able to pick up on. Is a way of communicating. Like they may use radios and stuff that are way out of the frequency range that we're even capable of listening to, or it could be a completely different thing, kind of like subspace stuff to send it far. We don't have a way to to pick that up, right? There's different ways that it, all of this could be done. And I did find out about the warp drive stuff that that's actually come back up. Is they've if they put two of the rings on it. You know, we were talking about how did how is it feasible to go from one place to another when something's twelve light years away, and twelve years have passed on Earth while you're going there, and so twenty four years have gone by when you get back. Right. Is that when they make the bubble, the war bubble, time runs normally inside the protected space, and you're it's making space pull you faster than light, so you're actually not breaking the light speed barrier. Because you're not physically traveling, so time turns normally. So if it takes an hour to get there, but it's 12 light years away, only an hour's pass on Earth and when you arrive. So you're not aging in there, in the bubble. No, time's passing just like now. Because you're not physically warped faster than light. Time slows down when you go faster than light. Right. But if the bubble stays intact... It pulls you through there and time passes normally, but you are traveling faster than light. Okay. So I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. If they make two of these rings, it was two of the Alcubierre drive like ring things that spin and one of them pulls from the front. The other one right, like increases it in the back. Uh, they found out the power on that drops significantly when you start putting multiple things like that together. Oh, Okay. Well, that so seems more to do it, plausible, yeah. yeah, because, you know, 
you're taking a team of four people but, uh, what's the and point it takes 12 ex- years yeah, to get there. Yeah, what's the point in exploring it? Like, you know, if you got to wait 30 years for any benefit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, um, in 24 years... A lot could happen to that team. Well, I'm not going to sign up. Like, they could to, die. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to sign up to do that. Like, Right. I'll be back in 24 years, yeah. guys. Everybody I know is dead. You come back. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because these scientists have Theo's already college. spent, like, 12 years just studying. So, you yeah. would have to get them right out of yeah. college. They, you know. Who wants to do that? Look, but, we um, know you just finished college. But you, you would need somebody seasoned. Do so you want to spend the next 30 years in space? Somebody 40, 50 years old. No. <laughs> if they're 50 years old, you know, they've... They were talking about, it may have to be like a generational ship, too, where... They'd be like, 75 when they got back? People are into the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, anyway. I don't but know. the uh, the Dark Forest theory, I think that's reasonable. I think it is, too. As to why it's not like a widespread... They're not just like, uh, hey, guys, what's going on? No, I completely agree. I We're mean, the reptilians from... Everybody's like... Ugh. Well, if you think about it, too, <laughs> even the way we observe animals in their habitat, we're, we're not wanting to disturb their habitat. We're wanting them to act like they normally would yeah. without any outside disturbance. <laughs> but do we, though? Could you, <laughs> could you imagine... That you know what I'm saying. I know. Could what you imagine saying. they're like hovering around, you know, like picking up like TV shows and like listening to phone calls and and figuring out how to use our language and the first thing they do when they step off the ship is like this planet busting. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gabe just ran Gabe and Gavin just randomly <laughs> pop up. That's right. They That's right. Run. No cap, fam. <laughs> <laughs> If Biden's up there going, uh, what? what These are our this? interpreters. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> they, call, they call they call your kids up there to be the interpreters. <laughs> Ga- Gav's up there giving his one word responses. Th- they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's Biden's interpreter. <laughs> Gabe Gabe is the <clears throat> Gabe is. Our representative for the aliens. <laughs> Gavin is the interpreter for Gabe to Biden <laughs> and Congress in the Senate. <laughs> he said, that's great to meet them. Yeah. He said, nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. They're agreeing. <laughs> they said, this planet is nice. <laughs> That's what bussin' means. <laughs> they said, that is true. They are in agreement. And they are not lying. Uh, it just reminds me of, uh, what was that, Key and Peel, The Obama anger translator. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Gavin's now the the Biden alien interpreter. <laughs> Gabe and Gavin, the Biden alien interpreters. Oh, God. Yeah. Trump's down there in Mar-a-Lago. It's like, I knew it! <laughs> I knew they would come. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I sent him a message. <laughs> yeah, but Congress and the Senate... I knew it. Most of them are so Dirty old. Dirty Schumer, he told me not to even try. Most of them are so old. Could you imagine a ship just landing right there? Half of them, half of them would die. <laughs> half of them would die. Or stroke out. Stroke out. 
So we'd have to get the back. We'd have to have another another vote in. And then then we'd have to put into place. You cannot be older than this amount of it and go through a physical. Okay. And- and a mental health screening. You have to go through a, an annual physical to s- keep your seat here. You got Marjorie Taylor Greene out there trying to. Right. Oh, good. She has. She's crazy. Uh, they have she early is. onset dementia. They're still voting things in. That's fantastic. She's uh, the one with the, that says the Jew, the Jewish people have the laser. Space right? laser. Yeah, the space oh, laser. Good Lord. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Randy, where can they find us? On the internet. That's <laughs> where normally all this crazy stuff is. Type in hydrogen and stupidity. Into the goog. Or stupid hydrogen into the search tab of anywhere you go. So basically Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. All of them. Second start to the left, straight on till morning. Don't bring and pan if you, into If this. you join the Patreon... There's a, a specific link on there that gets you access to all the Patreon parts of, of uh And we Discord. be bussing up in there. <laughs> and we that, did our first, that we do. We that did, we do. We did our first Patreon or patron live stream. Yeah. Well, it was our first interactive right. live stream. It was it was it was interesting. I did get the video. We've passed the learning it curve. Up, like for my microphone, there's so much background like for like three minutes, you could hear my dog drinking water. <laughs> In the background, I'm just like. <laughs> and so, like, I could mute the mic on Discord, but I would forget to do it on, like, the recording, like OBS. So, I'd be in there talking to Emily about something. You just hear the whole conversation. <laughs> uh, but, guys, um, yeah, check out Patreon. And also... We would love to hear from you. You can email us at stupidhydrogen at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and the, the Patreon gets high marks from Nate. He said there's hours of hilarious stuff on there that you guys are missing out on. So. Yeah, hours. Hours. And hours. <laughs> Upon hours. Upon hours. <laughs> Upon weeks. Maybe even weeks. How many hours in a week? Fuck up. I don't either. <laughs> What's, what's 24 times 7? I don't, I don't know. know. What is that? It's just, uh, it was 100, 140. 168. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. How many seconds are in a year? 3.7 million? No. 12. 12 seconds in a year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I like when people are like, oh, we're talking about time. Let me throw this random other thing that's completely out of context right. in here and then be like ah you're stupid it's only 12 i know i know, I know. yeah yeah i don't call you stu- oh lord Ooh. randy's about to cry i heard his <laughs> anyway i love you guys we love y'all love you bye bye lamp <laughs>